Tomo check. Hit me in the chat. Nasha dumbass, where you be at? Can you hear me? Good morning. I'm that bear guy from the internet. You guys know how to do the uh, YouTube things. If you're new here, subscribe. Thank you, David Joshua. Love it. Uh, five by five. Appreciate y'all. You guys know how to do the YouTube stuff. If you're new here, subscribe, ring the little bell icon, or wait till the end of the show and then subscribe, ring the little bell icon. You know, do the YouTube things. If you're not new here, you know what to do. Uh, leave a comment for the algorithmic robots and share the show with somebody that you love. 40% of y'all are feds. 40%. Can you believe that? 40% of y'all are feds watching the show, but not subscribe. <sighs> Call my bros at the CIA, FBI, and have you looked into the Stasi, the secret police? They're coming for you. They're going to knock on your cubicle any moment unless you subscribe. Of course, the show is brought to you by RefugeMedical.com, of which I am the chief shill. Uh, I'm also chief executive officer and also founder. Started that company in my barn four years ago and now by the hand of the most high on four continents with all branches of the U.S. Armed Forces electively. 86 lives saved to date. And uh, now that awesome, awesome product is available to you, the civilian homesteader, preparedness-minded individual, refugemedical.com. The show today, Bear Independent Brief, 25 August 23. Disengage from the cage. Yeah, I'll say it again. Disengage from the cage. You heard me. You're like, how do I get off the hamster wheel? I'm like, homie, chew through the bars and get out of the cage. Forget the hamster wheel and the pine shavings, your little bowl full of seeds. Screw the cage. We're going to talk about financial indicators today. We're going to talk about the resurgence of COVID-19. Are we going to get our favorite supervillain back, Klaus Schwab? Who's a Rothschild, by the way? Have you seen that family tree? Super interesting. COVID-19 and uh, National Intel sent in by y'all at uh, intel at barrendependent.com is the email address. If you can't spell that, then you have self-selected out of your ability to provide intelligence to the Bear Nation. The world of finance is witnessing a growing worry as credit card delinquencies are on the rise. Ooh, almost like Proverbs is real. The rich rule over the poor and a debtor is slave to his debt. Increasing the concern about the overall consumer financial health in the Estados Unidos. According to the Federal Reserve Bank of New York, of which there's nothing federal about and they have no golden reserve uh, and <laughs> New York, ha, credit card debt has topped a whopping $1 trillion in total. $1 trillion. Hairs. And credit card delinquencies have reached 7.2%. Now, for some basic maths, that's approximately $72 billion of delinquent credit card debt. Remember, recently, there was a, a handful of banks that went under. Do you remember the amount of money for which they were uh, insolvent? Yeah, yeah, nothing to worry about. This data from the end of the second quarter, Q2, is an indicator of increasing strains on for banks, oh, cry me a river, state woes, banks now have to keep a wary eye on loan losses from overstretched individuals. Alexander Yoakum, bank analyst for CFRA Research, said, quote, the trend is very negative. If elevated, interest rates end up pushing the economy into recession. Guys, we're in 
a recession, maybe a depression. We're just being mass media to death with the fact that oh, it's not that bad. It's, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. It's not that bad. You know, like realized actual inflation is 18.11% since Biden took office. It's not that bad. It's fine. It's fine. You bought fuel lately? I put fuel in my truck and put 30 gallons in the transfer tank for the dozer at Caleb House. $265 hairs. 265 doll hairs. And I didn't even fill the transfer tank all the way. The dozer only holds 30 gallons. I only put 30 gallons of diesel in. 265 bucks. That's fine. Nah, there's no 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 recession. No, it's fine. We don't have a depression. It's fine. Everything's fine. Okay, cool. They're going to start installing those Apple people nets around all of the high rises in New York City where the, you know, the investment banking firms and the uh, uh, corporate lawyers all operate you know you know the nets that apple puts around their production facilities so that when people get so desperate that they go up to the roof and jump off they can't even kill themselves because the nets catch them yeah we're gonna i would <laughs> buy now invest in anti-suicide nets i promise you that stock is going up back to what this douche alexander yokum said the trend is very negative. If elevated, interest rates end up pushing the economy into recession. That's a much bigger issue. But that, that's the case of a recession. It's been receding, not really increasing over the last few quarters. End quote. Whatever, dude. Um, it sounds to me like this is yet again another example of kicking the economic can down the road. We've got... Uh, an unsustainable debt to GDP ratio with what 31 and a half trillion doll hairs in debt that we know of that they've told us about um, unfunded liabilities in what anywhere between the 70 and 100 trillion dollar mark. And I don't know if you've noticed this, but our money is make believe. It's not backed by anything real anymore, except maybe the United States Department of Defense. Uh, can we even say it's backed by oil anymore? I don't even think it's backed by oil anymore. The the petrodollar isn't really a thing. It's more like the uh, <laughs> supercarrier dollar, right? The Moab dollar, the uh, mechanized infantry dollar. So the only reason it has any value is because we've all agreed that it has value. And because, you know, the federal government said you will use this to do commerce or else Better join Bricks, Ryan Brown. I wonder if we can get uh, Bear Nation into Bricks. We're going to repla replace Brill, uh, Brazil with Bear Nation. Bear Nation, Russia, India, China, South Africa. Now, don't get me wrong. A lot of these Bricks countries, most of them, they're all a bunch of scumbags. But, you know, we're going to start trading Bear Facts for Ruples any day now anyway. So who cares? Also in the U.S., UPS Teamsters have officially ratified a new five-year contract, eliminating the risk of what could be a devastating strike. The deal has eliminated the two-tier wage system and increased pay, plus other added benefits like air conditioning. Now, I don't even know if I have the leisure of having an opinion on this deal because um, I don't work for UPS and I've never worked for UPS. I do know that those trucks are big and brown, and that it has been well over 100 degrees for what the last month here in Oklahoma. Yeah. So I can kind of get on board with the idea of air conditioning. Um, 
even if we just look at it from a safety standpoint, if you're driving around in one of those trucks all day, baking in the heat, and you wreck, mm, that's not so good. <clears throat> Teamsters General President Sean M. O'Brien. Sounds like a Pakistani name. Sean M. O'Brien. Definitely not a white guy with freckles, I promise you that. Stated, quote, Teamsters have set a new standard and raised the bar for pay, benefits, and working conditions in the package delivery industry. This is the template for how workers should be paid and protected nationwide. And non-union companies like Amazon better pay attention. In other words, Pakistani national Sean M. O'Brien has stated, shipping costs are going up. He just said it in a rather cryptic way, taking credit for the win that the UPS drivers were able to secure. I'm looking at the chat. Lone Star Living, no Patreon notification and never get a YouTube notification. Did I publish the Patreon? No, I didn't. There. Well, that's my problem. I did that one. Oops. I was having a really good conversation and I forgot to hit the publish now button. That's my fault. I'll own that one. Oops. Ah, you can catch it on the replay. It's a good thing the flow of goods will continue because people may need doorstep deliveries if a certain trend continues. What trend, you may ask, Mr. Bear from the interwebs? <gasps> Just the recent upticks in COVID-19 cases, which have caused some old policies to reemerge. By the way, you're going to see a trend throughout the remainder of the brief, and I'd just like to preface the remainder of the brief with this very simple statement. Say no to tyrannical bullshit. No is a complete sentence. Sir, I'm going to need you to know. I'm sorry, sir, you can't go in there if you know. Well, we're going to have to refuse no. 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 But, Bear, you don't understand my job. Get a different one. But I can't. Yes, you can. Yeah, yes, you can. There are, uh, what, 17 and a half million job openings right now. There's people at Burger King making sixteen fifty an hour. Yeah, you can. Yep, you can. But what about my kid's school? No. I've already sat my kids down and had the, hey, no tyrannical bullshit conversation with them. I already pulled them out of public school once because of COVID. It's like, joke's on you if you think I'm not going to do it again. Now, I will admit, I think that homeschooling is a phenomenal thing if you can homeschool. And my wife and I, you, you learn things as you go, right? Turns out, we're actually pretty bad at homeschooling uh, because it requires a significant amount of attention. And um, we, we both have entrepreneurial ADHD. Luckily, our children are brilliant and more or less homeschooled themselves. And we, we have a coalition of people that we call our tribe that were uh, greatly instrumental in making sure that our children didn't turn into idiots while we were, well, air quote, we were homeschooling them. So, um, but I've already sat my kids down and had this conversation saying, hey, if stupidity arises yet again, just understand now we're not participating in that. We did not participate in it, in it last time. We will not participate in it now. So just let me go ahead and manage your expectations from a leadership standpoint, asterisk, uh, spider web, hole, rabbit hole over here. At this point, you just graduate them all, make them all work. Yeah, they're all geniuses. Yeah, like, graduate them. 
okay, seven-year-old, here's your high school diploma. Uh, we'll see you at the office Monday morning. Like, that's just where we're at now, right? Um, setting and managing expectations, really important. Um, and I would submit to you, the more important a relationship is to you, the more you should set and manage expectations. And that's all accomplished through clear communication, which most people struggle with. But I would encourage you to work on setting managing and clearly communicating expectations to the people that you love all the time. Crazy dude said, Barry, you are the man. You know, crazy dude, you're the man. Because if it wasn't for you, we wouldn't have crazy glue. And half of my shit would have fallen apart already without you. So thank you. Uh, you're a phenomenal chemist. Uh, one word of advice, though, we need a better cap that goes on the end of the little tin foil tube. Because if you don't use the whole tube, the glue will dry up and then it just gets thrown in the trash. So if you could figure that part out now, crazy dude, that'd be great. But kudos on the glue. It's the best. It is a good business model. Use 10%. Buy another one. So, yeah, I get I get the two packs because they're single use. It doesn't matter how much glue you put in the tube. They're single use. Back to the brief. In South Texas, a school district closed temporarily because of 19 cases between staff and students. A school district in Kentucky canceled classes due to COVID, flu, and strep. Kaiser Permanente staff, every time I hear that name, Kaiser Permanente, I just think I get an image of World War I in my head. Oh, I go Kaiser Sose. You go Kaiser Sose. Yeah, I, I just think Kaiser Permanente just makes me think of like steel pot helmets and trench bayonets. I'm just like, Kaiser Permanente staff, patients, and visitors have just been required to wear masks again at a facility in guess which state? California, after a recent increase in cases. Several college campuses have issued mask mandates and COVID-related hospitalizations hospitalizations, have been increasing in the past few weeks. The CDC is predicting more cases in the next month because they're trustworthy. I always go to the CDC to get the best facts, only the facts, ma'am. While it may amount to nothing, it appears there may be an attempt to test the waters. And I've got some uh, from the Bear Nation here as well. <clears throat> I've also been contacted by a bunch of y'all, from a bunch of y'all, uh, insert correct grammar here. I've been contacted by a bunch of y'all um, giving me your individual reports. A lot of y'all are messaging me on Instagram, um, which is odd because it's not a place that I go look for messages, but yet there they are. Um, and uh, the overwhelming, overarching feature of all these reports that I'm getting is this business where people work or that they engage with is requiring um, COVID tyranny, much like the previous pandemic. A lot of people reporting from inside of the military industrial complex and inside of the pharmaceutical complex, the reptilian pharmaceutical complex. I think that's what we're going to start calling them now, the RPC. And um, saying basically, hey, we're getting uh, notified that within the next two weeks, we're going back to COVID tyranny, to which I would respond yet again with no. No, we are not. You might. We are not. We didn't shut down Refuge Medical for a single day during the last pandemic. 
we didn't stay home. We didn't stop worshiping. We didn't stop fellowshipping. I didn't stop coming on camera and talking to y'all. When the when the thing hit the first time and nobody knew, is this like a cold or the Black Plague? We don't know. We closed our gates and stayed home for months. Like there was like I went to the office so that I could do the brief. Other than that, we just chilled until we realized, oh, this whole thing's make believe. This whole thing's a fairy tale. Hmm. All right. Resume life as normal. And then we did. Way years before several other parts of the country. Months before our own state. Because it's bullshit. Now, there's an argument to be made that this next one that's coming won't be bullshit. And we're going to talk more about that in a moment. But in the meanwhile, exercise your no muscle. We know masks don't work. We know that, right? Social distancing, the shit floats through the air, but okay, cool. I'll stop breathing air for you so you can feel better about yourself. It's also, you know, there's always a silver lining, right? It's a great opportunity to wear your mirror full face gas mask out in public now, right? Desensitize them so that when the balloon goes up, they're like, oh, if he's just wearing a rebreather, no big deal. A.M. Ryan said zero flu cases clued everyone in. Yeah, it was interesting, wasn't it? From the Bear Nation, quote, I just spoke to a good friend who was doing construction work at the Dane County Airport in Madison, Wisconsin. He was talking to three sheriff's deputies who were stationed there. He asked them if the rumors were true about COVID, and the deputy told them they had already had meetings at the Dane County Jail and the airport, and they will be going into COVID protocol very soon. The deputy had also spoken to a member of the 115th Fighter Wing, which is stationed at the airport as well. He told the deputy that they were briefed about the COVID increases over two weeks ago. I don't know if this is anything, but I thought I would share. Quote, the stage is being set. Local news agencies are priming the population for new mask mandates in regard to COVID numbers on the rise. There is currently a poll taking place with a local Seattle-based network. I believe they are working towards desensitization of the general population. An additional uh, intel note from the Dance Monkeys. When the research staff searched, quote, vote will you wear a mask if new mandates, end quote. So that was the search. Vote, will you wear a mask if new mandates? The results showed line after line of vote, will you wear a mask if new mandates are implemented from news sources around the country, including the National Desk, Como News, CNY Central, News 4 San Antonio, Where News, ABC 3, CBS 2, Iowa, Local 21 News, Fox, Rochester, and on and on and on. This poll was published from all of these sources within the day. Hmm, collusion, anybody? And the search results lasted for almost three pages in one browser. I, uh, we're going to do national Intel next. I have to pee and, uh, because it's my show, I can do that. So in the meanwhile, I'm just going to put this right here. Maybe you guys will figure out what this means right there. You see that right there? Look at that. What is that? Is that a, is that a origin kit from refuge medical? Is there only a handful of those left in stock right now? Are they shipping super fast? That must be what I don't know. I got to pee.
I was a young warthog. Oh, look at that. It is. Hey, I'm back. Yay, Bear's back. Haven't seen him pee off the porch in a while. Yeah, man, it's over 100 degrees outside. We prefer it 40 foot below the surface of the earth down here in the bunker, where it's a cool 60 degrees year round. It's phenomenal. I highly suggest that every one of you dig 40 foot below the surface of the earth and install a bunker because you never know what's going to happen. Like you just you just never know. And and here we are. Anyway, hopefully you guys got the hint. Uh, these refuge medical kits. Uh, these are awesome. They're handmade in America, guaranteed forever. 86 lives saved to date. And this is in the origin Raptor camo pattern. And this one also includes a way to make fire and a Sawyer mini water filter purge valve. Uh, water collection bag, all the things. So this is a survival slash trauma IFAC. And they're going fast. Only a handful left. Now, now, you know, and hunt season is right around the corner. And I don't know if you've noticed, but they might be trying to lock down the whole country again. So being able to hunt could be important. You might just, you know, just, just throw them out there. National Intel. Intel at bearindependent.com. What's the email, Bear? Intel at bearindependent.com. I didn't get it, Bear. What is the Intel? Intel. Intel. Remember the old Intel uh, ads, the Pentium? Like, oh, got it. I'm going to buy a computer from you because you had a cool ad. Nobody wants that AMD processor. I need that Intel Pentium. Intel at bearindependent.com. <clears throat> These are all quotes. I'm not going to say quote over and over again. Hey, Bear, is there a way to get the desk kit with the tourniquet preset or at least not in the wrapper? Yeah, Jonah, there is. Um, great question. Just email uh, sales at refugemedical.com or call the store number and I'll set them up for you that way. Boop, 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 boop. The cow commercials for Intel. Yeah. Did the surgical bucket sell well? I'm going to get one. Got to check stock shortly. Oh, what's up, Salson? Dude, you said the quiet part out loud. We're not supposed to tell the general public about the surgical buckets. There's definitely not a surgical bucket in the store at refugemedical.com. You, def you definitely can't use your Patreon code for that. We definitely don't have flat rate $10 shipping to CONUS right now for everything. And let me tell you, it costs a lot more than 10 bucks to ship a bucket. A lot more. Liberty, Liberty. I see Liberty. Hey, Liberty, comment again since you're actually watching the show these days. Go ahead, comment again. Type anything. Just type anything. Go ahead, do it. Do it, do it now. Do it. Any, any day now, Liberty, any day. Or did you turn it off again? You just don't watch anymore. Oh, there it is. Hey, look, the newest blue wrench of the Bear Nation. Yay. Congrats, Liberty. Yeah, she's learning. She's like, I'm going to watch the brief and see if he says any stupid shit that's going to have ramifications for Refuge Medical. She learned from the best. She learned from the best. Imagine that. All right. Back to the brief. These are all quotes. I'm not going to say quote over and over again, okay? Okay, Bear. Hello, anyone needing to get maintenance or warranty work done at the dealership better get it on the books now. Had an airbag light come on for my car, called the service department. 
it was two weeks out for the diagnosis, has been about a week and a half since then, and they just got the parts in. So that's only three and a half weeks. Appointment for installation is the middle of next week, four and a half weeks. <clears throat> My service advisor told me he lost two texts just since I was there in a week and a half ago. Independent shops may have a quicker turnaround time, but I had to go to the dealership since it's under factory warranty. I will uh, also let you know, uh, in my own personal experience, we've got a brother who's got a vehicle bound currently for a brake line. It's it's a brake line. We're not talking about like some like hyperspace warp drive, you know, positive energy ley line, you know, engine from Star Trek. It's a brake line. Six weeks. He's been waiting six weeks for a brake line for that particular model of car. They, the big they, are going to try and shove this COVID bullshit down our throats again. No, sir. No, ma'am. Not interested. Keep your fear. Keep your control. Keep your genetically modified death shots. Not interested. Not doing it. Keep your indoctrination. <laughs> Justin Schuler, make brake lines great again. Yeah, make them here in the United States. And see, that's part of the challenge. People are like, uh, you know, I want to support American manufacturing, but it's so much more expensive. That's because all the sunk costs have already been poured into China over the last 30 years. Thanks, NAFTA uh, and Clintons and everybody else. And so it's actually labor-wise, productivity-wise, cheaper to produce something in the United States than it is in America. But we uh, produce it here than it is in China, I should say. But we don't have the sunk cost for the manufacturing equipment and infrastructure here. And so that's why the prices are higher here. Um, yeah. So every time you buy something from somewhere else, you're perpetuating that imbalance uh, in the in international commerce, you're arming the enemy. And I'm not perfect at this either. But I at least look to see if there's an American alternative to the thing that I need to get before I send money to China. Because make no mistake, we're going to be in a war with those fools sooner or later. And that's not me saying that that's Xi Jinping saying that. Next. I've worked in a hospital for almost 19 years, and despite the state of modern medicine and despite our best efforts, pay attention to this one. You should be paying attention, period. But this one is blood curdling, bone chilling. Despite our best efforts, people die. Ours is a moderately sized hospital in a market where alcohol, drug abuse, and homelessness is rampant. Not to mention that obesity is a growing concern nationwide. However, even with these clear and present dangers, it might surprise you that hospital deaths are not as frequent as you might think. Those who have passed are quietly removed with dignity, and we line the walls whenever a veteran is rolled out by the funeral home personnel. But this is all done piecemeal on an as-needed basis. So, I was a bit surprised when the hospital recently converted some poorly utilized space into a cold storage facility for the deceased. I rationalized the move as prudent for it frees up the deceased patient's room while waiting for the funeral home to retrieve the departed. Room demand is always high. However, I was surprised to find out that the holding area has a capacity of six, 
which far exceeds even COVID needs. I was told it was an idiot design, though, because the shelves in the room have only a 300-pound limit. I agree it was definitely a design flaw until I was driving my grandson to school this morning and realized that those shelves aren't designed to hold the morbidly obese, but children. It hit me like a sledgehammer. This next pandemic will be designed to kill our children. We've already had hints of what is planned with trial outbreaks of RSV, possibly designed to fine-tune the final product. One has to admit the genius of this move, for it's one thing to see people with multiple comorbidities, aka old people, traditionalists, and standard bearers, who I believe COVID was designed to kill, slip quietly into a coma and pass. But to watch our children pitifully cough their lungs out is a terror no parent can endure, and will therefore succumb to any measure to prevent or relieve. This is insidious and satanic. But if you watch the smirk on the face of Bill Gates as he says, as he says, quote, just wait until the next pandemic, end quote, you'll realize this isn't just some alarmist fever dream. Now, you guys hopefully know how I feel about protecting protecting children. Yet again, another reason I'm not going to participate in this bullshit. You can't talk me into it. I don't trust them. And so everything they say, I take it not with a grain of salt, but with a 50-pound sack of salt. I don't trust them. And trust is hard to build, and it's incredibly hard to rebuild after you've lost it. I don't trust them at all with the well-being of my children. Not at all. The the concept, and this has been whispered uh, by many a person on the interwebs for the last 30 days to a year, the idea that the next pandemic will be against our children is not a new concept. But if they do this, if they do this, I guarantee you, we will have a domestic war on terror. And we are not the terrorists. The use of biological weapons is prohibited on the battlefield, is it not? Did the CDC just have to admit quietly that there were more than 120,000 unreported deaths of children who had been vaccinated with the SARS-CoV-2 vaccine, died suddenly, immediate deaths, 120,000 plus. And YouTube, this is not me countermanding the directives of the World Health Organization per per your most recent updates to the terms and terms of service here on YouTube, which will give me a channel strike. I'm aware of that. This is me reporting the fact that is in the news media that the CDC had to quietly admit that 120,000 children died as a direct result 
of the SARS-CoV-2 vaccine. I'm not playing, y'all. Biological warfare? Not interested. Not participating. Do not condone it. Will not comply. You're not going to talk me into it. You're not going to force me into it. You're not going to scare me into it. There are, there are things that a man must not capitulate on. And the provision, protection, blessing of your family should be at the top of that list. The only thing that's more important than that is your relationship with the creator by the blood of his son. We saw people capitulating on that during the last pandemic, didn't we? They won't let us worship. They don't get to let you worship, asshole. They're not in charge of that. Oh, but it said, but Paul said in the New Testament to respect your leaders. He was talking about the structure of the early church, the faith leaders, not the government. And if your faith leaders don't have the balls to tell the government to pound sand, You're following somebody who believes in a make-believe God. Not the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Not the God who became flesh here on earth to redeem you, to bring you back into the family. Because we're not given to a spirit of fear. Two of you will put 10,000 to flight. Two of you. So the next time they try and ch shut down your church, your chapel, your synagogue, because two of you didn't have the balls to stand up and say no. What would Jesus do? He who doesn't have a sword, sell your cloak and buy one. Next. I'm watching the brief on Monday and I heard about the heat wave and what that is going to do to the grid. I live in northern Utah where thankfully it isn't in the triple digits, but still warm. My city sent out a notice asking residents to conserve energy because they're having issues with the grid. It's being worked on, but to avoid blackouts, they ask for residents to do the typical conserve energy stuff. Turn up the AC a couple of degrees, close the blinds on the sunny side of the house, wash clothes and dishes late at night, etc. The town is a college town, so we just got an influx of people moving back for school. They also asked businesses not to run AC when the business is closed. Just an interesting thing that the city has sent out. Question for y'all. What's your grid down plan? You don't have to tell me. But if you don't have one, you should probably figure that out pretty quick. Because it, it's not a if, it's a when. And it's a when real soon if we keep uh, trying to build out our national grid with air quote renewable energy rather than uh, reliable sources of energy like nuclear, coal, natural gas, et cetera. Boopie doopie doo, my pages are sticking together. Last, national intel. Here's some info to build on your theory of COVID-19. I work at a critical access rural healthcare hospital in North Conway, New Hampshire. 
For months, we haven't had any patients admitted to the inpatient floor. Management and administration decided to remove all of the abatement filters that were being used for negative pressure rooms, which weren't connected to the main ventilation. This decision was made sometime in the last week of July, and the abatement filters were all removed within the following week and a half. This decision effectively cut our ability to care for patients requiring negative air pressure from 15 to 7, if you count the three rooms in the ICU. As of today, August 21st, when this was sent in, all rooms, <coughs> excuse me, all rooms that have negative air pressure are full due to COVID positive and COVID rule out patients. Additionally, there's an attached long-term care department, which consists of 45 beds. They have an active COVID outbreak, which made up approximately 55% based on the last round of testing for residents' positivity rate. There has been a request for staff from other departments to assist the long-term care facility. However, we do not have ample staffing as it is within our inpatient department. Moreover, patient acuity is substantially higher than it has been in the past, not only with COVID positive patients, but also the general consensus. The current plan is to have our single occupant rooms become double occupant and our double occupant rooms to become triple occupant. This is being done with anticipation of patients presenting the hospital who need to be admitted with COVID-19 and that those numbers will increase. Guys, girls, esteemed members of the bad nation, they are going to try and shove this shit down our throats again. No. And if it's really deadly this time, like actually really deadly this time, stay home. Don't just get off the hamster wheel. Get out of the cage. Disengage from the cage. Do not comply. That's exactly right, Heather Schweitzer. Do not comply. Your family is more important than complying. I won't do it. And the moment, the moment I get a whiff of anything like that here, I'm going to be all over that shit like white on rice on a paper plate in a snowstorm. No. Will not happen. We're not playing those games. And I would strongly encourage you Wherever you are, if you see this bullshit rearing its ugly head where you are, get on it ASAP. Be loud. Be vocal. Let your elected officials and administrators in your district know you comply with this. It'll be your last official act ever. Period. The end. You fool me once. Shame on me. You fool me twice. I'm sorry. Fool me once. Shame on you. Fool me twice. Shame on me. How many times are we going to let them kick a hornet's nest before the hornets come out? You know how you satiate the nest? Smoke. Anybody here that follows my brother saw survival applications and weapon systems 
Pipe smoke. Pipe smoke. I hope that all we're hearing about COVID is rumors. I hope it's just rumors. But hope is not a strategy. One cannot execute on hope. So for my question for you is, where are your lines in the sand? How strong is your no muscle? And very practically, how long can you stay home for? If you found out today that you have 72 hours, that on Monday, full lockdown, it's coming again. What do you need to do different? What do you need to get that you don't have? Where are you going to go? That's your homework for today. On your lunch break today, as you're driving home, I want you to think about where are your lines in the sand? What should you have done differently last time that you're going to do differently this time? And if you found out right now, 72 hours, full-blown lockdown, what would you go get? How different would your life look? What are your actual duties and responsibilities? Rather than get in the car, drive to work, run on the hamster wheel for 8, 10, 12, 16 hours, hop in the car, turn around and drive back, and have just enough energy to tell the people inside your house, I love you, before you go to sleep so you can get up and do it over again. What are your actual responsibilities? That's the show for today. If you're one of those people that jumps off when it's time to discuss the value exchange, this is your polite invitation to beat feet skedaddle. Get out of here. Have a blessed day. Shalom. 1,822 people. We're going to see how many people jump off, right? Because y'all forbid you would give somebody something for free and they'd give you five minutes of their time in exchange. Value exchange. Uh, this Links to all this stuff is in the description. 1770. There goes 52 people right there. Links in the description for all this stuff. Uh, this morning on Patreon was Chainsaw uh, 101, Episode 5, talking about chainsaw, chain tension and maintenance. So if you don't know anything about chainsaws, but you want to learn, I'm doing a series over there based upon my 20 four years of experience making a living with a chainsaw. So it's uh, 10 bucks a month. It's a preparedness consultancy. It's the best $10 per month you can spend. It is not an I love me, you should love me too page. There's more content on Patreon than there is on YouTube. And it goes deeper on Patreon than it does on YouTube for algorithmic reasons. We'll just leave it at that. Refuge Medical. Dot com. Listen up, guys and girls. We started Refuge Medical because there wasn't another company on the face of the earth that operates the way we do. Because there wasn't another company that guarantees their stuff in unconditionally forever. Because there wasn't another company with the sole purpose of providing the best, affordable to the best of my ability, kits to real people like y'all so that you can use them to save a life.
we have saved our kits have saved because we weren't there but our kits have saved that we know of 86 lives to date in just about four years i'm gonna read you this debrief on life 86. somebody with the initials bp wrote in and said this i just want to thank you for your great quality kits and outstanding customer service I bought an SOB small of the back refill kit a few months ago and put it in my truck. I'm an EMTB and was off duty working on my brother's farm, which is about an hour away from the closest ambulance when he, his brother, got a call from his neighbor that the neighbor's wife had been caught in machinery when she was working on a tractor. Her left foot right below the knee was completely torn off and she had a deep laceration on her left thigh. I used a combination of the soft tea tourniquet and quick clock combat gauze to stop the bleeding and wrapped it with a pressure bandage. With your kit, we, will, we were able to buy her enough time to make it to the hospital. I later got news that she survived, but they weren't able to save her leg. So you may not wear body armor for a living. You may live on a farm or drive your minivan or SUV to the soccer games. Or drive a school bus. If you're within the sound of my voice, you need a good first aid kit. Need, not want, need. If you are currently breathing and your heart is currently pumping blood, you should have a, a way, a method to keep it that way. That's what Refuge Medical does. We make everything here to the best of our ability. We guarantee our stuff forever. 86 lives have been saved today with our kids. I told you all, these, the origin IFACs, there's a handful of these left. If you want one, get one because I don't know if we will ever run these again. That's between us and origin. We may, we may not, but as of right now, what's available in current inventory, there's a handful of these left, both in this, the bare fact format and in the SOB format, small of the back kit format. We have a handful of these, the new adventure kit 3.0 remaining in the store. This is an updated bag with updated contents at the same price. And no, it's not a low, low price because it's not filled with bullshit and it's not made in China. But we didn't increase the cost one penny, even though we increased the capability and we increased the durability of the bag. This thing, the adventure kit, is full of stuff. Band-aids, check. Broken bones, check. Bullet holes, check. This kit does everything. This is better stocked than an EMT bag. How do I know? I have EMT bags. What do you think? <laughs> Why did I start a first aid kit company? Because I couldn't find what I needed. So I solved my own problem. And enough of y'all were on board with the way I solved my own problem that you started supporting us at Refuge Medical. This is the bare fact. This is our flagship product. It's about this big. Okay. Got a 
uh, soft tee tourniquet on the outside of this one and a set of shears. So you've got a committee on TCCC recommended windless tourniquet, whether it's a cat or a soft tee on the outside, your shears on the outside. The outside is made of ballistic nylon. That's your portability and your durability. Molly Pals webbing, webbing compatible. The way this works is you grab here, you rip up, you grab the red handle, and you pull. So now my IFAC isn't stuck to my body because that is a fundamental design flaw of most of the kits that are out there on the market. Because I don't know if you've ever been shot, stabbed, blown up, or worked on somebody who has, but it's not really convenient to have the life-saving equipment attached to this body that's covered in blood. They're probably laying on top of it. You can't get to it. It's, it's bullshit. So we eliminated that with the outer pouch and the inner pouch. Okay, so now I'm holding what I need in my hand. I can pop this open with one hand if I need to. Ta-da. And notice all of my stuff didn't go flying. And it's prioritized per the March algorithm. Massive bleeding, airway, respiratory, circulation, head injury, hypothermia, everything else. And so I've got pressure banded Sharpie, cat tourniquet, gloves. Gloves are down here. Medical tape on the front shingle. Massive bleeding. I've also got for massive bleeding, I've got my quick clot right here. Airway and respiratory module, AKA the stack in the back, back here. And this is all name brand, best components on the face of the earth. Nasal pharyngeal airway with the surge loop so I can maintain a patent airway. Shears, two five by nine gauze pads, two chest seals. In hole, out hole, left lung, right lung, and to burn tech dressing. By the way, this kit right here that I'm showing you on camera was intentionally left outside for a year just to see what would happen to the components, see what would happen to the kit. Left outside for a year. So when I say they're guaranteed forever, it's because we habitually abuse the crap out of our stuff just to find failure points so we can make it better. And then in the bottom down here, we've got the trauma pack for everything else. This is a mylar blanket, compressed gauze for wound packing, triangle bandage, which has a thousand and one uses, curlix rolled gauze, two by twos, four by fours, five by nine gauze pads, an iPad and an eye shield. And uh, something else that we do that nobody else in our industry does, although I'm, I am, uh, I guess they say imitation is the highest form of flattery, right? It's been fun to watch some of our competitors squirm and try and uh, copy our copy our warranty. <laughs> I'll tell you another thing we do that they don't do. Um, if you use the components of this kit to save a life, I will replace them, the components, up to and including an entirely new kit. No questions asked. No questions asked. We've had people who have written into us and have said something to the effect of, I was carrying a tourniquet because you told me to, and I'll admit, I didn't get the tourniquet from you. I got it from some other company, but I had it, and I was able to use it to render aid to save somebody's life. And I just wanted you to know that I had it because you told me I should have it. So thank you. To which I usually respond, good job, bravo Zulu, way to save a life. Tell me where to send you another tourniquet. To which they usually respond, no, 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 I don't need, I didn't even get, I didn't get it from you, to which I respond, cool. 
Uh, you used up a tourniquet. You understand the importance of needing a tourniquet. I'm going to send you another tourniquet because you need one. We're a little bit different than every other company out there, let alone the companies that are our, are our air quote, competitors. Refugemedical.com. If you're on Patreon, use your promo code. And that's what a kit looks like after being outside for a year. Okay. You can't have a forever guarantee if you don't have a forever expectation in your products. Now, Refuge Training is on the road. They're getting ready to hit the road to go to Boise, Idaho. Um, I think there's a couple of slots left. JC Fixer, Bear Independent and Refuge has changed my life for the better. Awesome, JC. Bless you. Um, I think there's a couple of slots left at uh, Refuge Training in Boise, Idaho, September the 4th and September the 6th. So you can go to refugetraining.com and check that out. Calebhouse.org. We've been kind of been doing a thing lately, the restoration initiative. Um, we have a super donor that has graciously agreed to match $10 donations up to 20,000 individual donors. Um, so many of y'all have participated in this. It's incredible. If the spirit moves you and you've already donated, tell one more person, please. You may be asking, what is Caleb House? Caleb House is our juvenile human trafficking survivor restoration facility. Um, 90% of all monies for anti-human trafficking in the United States per annum per year is spent on awareness. The other 10% is spent on rescue. That leaves 0% for restoration. Somebody's got to put these kids back together again. And that's what we do. We do rescue, but we do restoration. And very few people are doing restoration because it's long it's challenging. It's frustrating. It's completely underfunded. And so Caleb House is our restoration facility. You got updated numbers over there? Ah, uh, yeah. Ah, yeah. <laughs> we are over 3,000 unique donors. Over 3,000 unique donors. And, oh gosh, something there. We're at $210,000. 3,000 unique donors and $210,000 raised. Before the match. Before the match. Y'all are incredible. Thank you so much. Thank you for supporting what we do. And if uh, you are so convicted, please continue to support and please continue to spread the word. Um, Keith Howell said, I saw a pic of Gates, but it seems this video is not about him. I just got clickbaited. Well, Keith, you got here 55 minutes in. Maybe go back and watch the rest of the video before you pass judgment. I know it would require a certain amount of intellectual maturity to do so, but you might consider it. GrindstoneMinistries.com. Uh, Grindstone is our construction and um, disaster relief ministry. And at grindstoneministries.com, 
Grindstone is performing the construction for Caleb House Actual. We are building the Caleb House facility, which will then be given to Caleb House. I know it sounds a little confusing because there's Caleb House, the ministry, Caleb House Actual, the facility, and then Grindstone, which is our disaster relief and construction ministry. And so Grindstone is building Caleb House Actual and then deeding it, gifting it to Caleb House, if that makes sense. And at grindstoneministries.com, you can find uh, online giving as well as swag. Our Caleb House long sleeves, t-shirts, and hoodies. Our brother Rex's facts not, or our brother Saw's facts not feeling shirt, and our brother Rex's the real dope shirt. All of which the proceeds of which go to uh, benefit Caleb House actual. And of course, Moose Run Coffee. Get the grindstone blend. A uh, portion of the proceeds from that goes to support Caleb House as well. And of course. It's a day of prep. I appreciate y'all deeply. I hope you have an awesome day. I hope you have a blessed Sabbath. And uh, programming note, you won't see me next week. It's not because anything's wrong. You just won't see me next week. Okay? Okay. Y'all have a blessed day. Shalom.